0: You're listening to the People Over Profit podcast. Hi, I'm Justine Beauregard. Since 2008, I've helped scale multiple businesses to seven, eight, and nine figures by focusing on quality connections, not vanity metrics. For decades, we've been taught to believe that business is just a numbers game, but really it's a relationships game. Gone are the days of prioritizing money over our missions and the people that our businesses are built to support. I created this podcast because I want you to make a difference in the world without feeling like you have to sacrifice your income or your integrity to do it. We're gonna get real here, covering everything from sales to marketing, branding, audience building, systems, leadership, mindset, and everything in between. Think of this podcast and me as a business coach in your pocket. A place you can turn to whenever you wanna feel inspired, be challenged, learn something new, or hear different perspectives about life and business. If you're building a business that puts people first, you belong here. Now, let's spend some quality time together. Take a look at your customer service operation. How you care for your customers matters a lot. If you've been listening to my content for a while, then you know that I love some data. So I'm gonna throw some stats at you just so you can see how true all of this is. 42% of people leave negative reviews after one bad customer service experience. Yikes. 60% of people expect their issue to be resolved on the first point of contact with a company. 77% of people will recommend a brand after only one positive experience and 89% of people expect a five-star customer experience right from the onset. These numbers alone are showing you the impact, both positive and negative, that customer experiences have on a business. So now that you know, you can't unhear what I just told you, okay? So let's focus more on the good side of customer care the side where you're able to over-deliver and create unlimited wins for years to come simply by focusing on the quality of your customer experiences. So instead of giving you a list of bullet points and telling you what to do at a high level, I'd like to walk you through a few specific instances that I've come across recently in my life and how I reacted to them because I think it can actually be more helpful sometimes to visualize how you would react when topics are approached from a real life scenario type of way. So let's start by talking about a post that I actually saw this morning in a Facebook group and it said, how would you respond? I received a very angry email from a customer saying that her order will not arrive on time despite the fact that she paid for expedited shipping and now she would like a full refund. I checked her order and in fact, she selected and paid for UPS Ground, our slowest shipping method, not expedited shipping. I'm having a hard time wording my response and I can't figure out a way to say anything except, I'm sorry, but the shipping method you selected was in fact UPS Ground, not expedited shipping. And since the package was shipped on time, there's nothing more we can do. Would you add anything else Offer some credit, even though it's not entirely our fault, let me know. So, to me, this reply that she immediately wrote obviously comes with some feelings, which is to be expected. But I do think, from the customer standpoint, it would feel very tough to receive. By focusing on the customer's mistake in the reply and offering no real resolution, the likelihood of a bad review and refusal to purchase again from this brand is almost certain. This is not ever the outcome that we want as entrepreneurs. That said, we also don't want and can't afford to absorb the cost of every customer's mistake or sacrifice our profit as business owners to always put the customer's needs before our own. So what is that ideal balance? In my opinion, the first thing to do is think about what you would hope to see come through from a company that you just bought from and had this experience with. What would make you feel good? What would make you feel heard and appreciated as a customer? Then from the business side, you need to do an assessment. Do an assessment of things like average losses per month due to customer mistakes. See if or how you might be able to cover these costs either in the immediate or longer term future. So for instance, if a customer is happy with your response, they might buy again and they might tell a friend, especially if you encourage them to do those things. So this will increase the lifetime value of that customer. How you react or respond to this request can also make or break the customer loyalty it can lead to more word of mouth referrals, which ultimately lowers your marketing costs over time. So what I think I would do as a vendor and what I think I would like to see as a customer is a reply that sounds something like this. Oh my goodness, we're so sorry two of our core values as a company are exceptional customer service and on-time deliveries and it looks like the shipping method that was selected for this order was ups ground but don't worry we're committed to making it right the order you placed is already on the way and it's yours to keep and in the meantime we've credited your account with the amount of a full refund for the item that you just ordered which can be used to purchase any item from our store anytime We hope to serve you again at a five-star level and wish you a beautiful holiday season. Now let's break it down. So this reply accomplishes quite a few things. First, it acknowledges your customers' struggle without you accepting the blame personally. Second, it builds in a workaround for refunding that serves your brand better than just giving them their money back. Third. It's easy and quick to deliver on. So you can put that credit right in their account within seconds, you don't have to wait, there are no delays to that resolution. And fourth, it invites the customer to experience your brand under better circumstances. Most of all, it's kind and it's thoughtful. Now, one more experience that I had recently was on Etsy. I bought a shirt from this company on Etsy and I felt that their size guide was way off because when this shirt arrived, it was two sizes too big. And while it made me feel kind of good for a second that they overestimated versus underestimated the sizing, it wasn't what I wanted or what I was expecting. So when I reached out to customer service for that brand, they claimed that their sizing chart was perfect. And then they told me that I could have 10% off any other item in the shop, but they would not be able to exchange the item or give me a refund so that I could order the proper size. Normally, this would be an okay reply. The problem is they lost my trust. When they chose to stand by the size chart that I said was very off, and then they didn't help me find a new size or offer to exchange the item, it really sealed their fate for me as a buyer why on earth would i buy from a store whose size chart is apparently not a match for me without the ability to exchange the next thing i buy if it happens again what if one size down happens to be too small what if they don't have a good quality control process and i can't rely on any sort of size chart from them what if the smaller size alters the fit in other ways like now the neckline's too tight or something's off with the arms And a 10% discount doesn't even cover their shipping cost. So that's not really much of an incentive for me to try again. There's just no way that I would take one risk, let alone multiple risks. So my ultimate decision was to never shop there again. And where it did work well, and what I assume they were after, was keeping me just happy enough to not write a negative review. This is a very smart risk assessment on their part. Some questions that I'm sure they considered that I think would be great for you to think more deeply about are, what form and amount of compensation feels acceptable? Second is, how much of an effort feels sufficient on both sides? Third is, how quickly can we reply or resolve this issue? And fourth is, what feels like above and beyond service? Now, I know these examples that I've been giving you have been product-oriented, and I'm a service provider myself, so I feel like I need to add a few key points about the differences between product-based businesses and service-based businesses. I think that the policies between each of these will naturally differ, especially when the service-oriented business is super high margin like coaching or creating courses or something like that. So when I consider customer care, as a brand and a business myself, I like to think about a lot of different things. So many things, in fact, that I actually developed an entire training and workbook around customer retention for my clients. But for the purposes of this podcast episode, I'll just share a few of my most basic thoughts and questions for you to consider or mull over if you're in a similar industry. Because this actually is an in-depth process that takes a lot of time to really master. And these are the things that I think contribute to success for a lot of brands and can put you in the right direction without taking a lot of time or effort to do. So the first question I would ask is, how can I surprise and delight my customers? some people may just think that this is in terms of the sales process. They think about how can I surprise and delight them enough that they're going to buy or buy again. But I like to think about this in terms of every experience they have with me. So from the moment they meet me to years after they sign up for coaching with me. Because like a marriage, I don't want them to fall madly in love with me. And then sometime later in our relationship, do the same thing with someone else because we simply became roommates and they got bored instead of going on dates with each other and keeping things fresh. No stale love stories are allowed in my house, okay? We want the heat, we want the spice, we want to have fun, we want joy. I also like to think about this in terms of layers. So every layer of my offer is a guarantee of value. I want every call that they attend to be worth what they pay every month. I want every workbook they complete to help them create the value of what they pay every month. I want every question that I ask them to challenge their thinking in ways that they wouldn't be able to do on their own. I want every video I send them to motivate them like crazy. I want every moment in our community to feel like home. Recently, a member of the Breakthrough Lab, which is my program, said, this is a non-negotiable expense for me. It's not even on my radar of things that I would give up if I had to cut costs somewhere. And this really captures the essence of what I'm after for every single member of my program. It's something to think about in terms of your brand too. How do you make it a non-negotiable expense? How do you make it so that when they're cutting costs somewhere, Yours isn't even on their list of things that they would give up. Think about that. Think about what would need to change between what you're doing today and what you would be doing to get that result. Are you already doing it or do you need to make changes? And if you need to make changes, how significant are those changes? When I think about my customers, I think about how I give them a money back guarantee that I feel certain they will never need to ask for. I think about giving them value that I undoubtedly know is worth between 10 and 100 times more than what they pay. And I think about giving them an experience that I'm so confident in, that I know is better than any experience they're gonna have with any other program they could buy. I think all of us are able to deliver at this level of service. I think all of us are able to deliver this level of service. And when we do, We're given unlimited opportunities to win and to prove ourselves and to love our offers that much more and to be granted second chances when something gets screwed up along the way and to change the world one customer at a time. If you challenge yourself on your level of care today and every single day, you will always come out on top. Go ahead, I dare you to prove me wrong because guess what, working at it only makes the world a better, more thoughtful place with more care given to the customers in it. I hope you think about this. I hope this was massively helpful for you. I hope that you go and over-deliver and pay this energy forward and think about your brand and all the incredible things you're creating and level up your experiences that much more so that you and everyone you serve can be even more of a winner today and every day.